0: It's Professor Johnson, Proclamation News and Governance versus LBC Radio. Here we are today, live on talk on the politics, today's politics. Where are we at? Where are we at? It's first LBC Radio. It's laughable. really is. They're probably getting paid uh, astonishing amounts of money. Let's emphasise your habilitations. Oh, my God. James O'Brien, where are you today? Oh, Ian Dale. Ian Dale, Hello. Hello, Mr. No-emphasisation of your habilitations. Absolutely unapplaudable response. Anyway, this is an applaudable platform and response to deliver such an amazing platform by CastBox FM. Also, the audience is outstanding procedure of how we can all meet in this magical setup day day-to-day to share its deliverance. Today, this magical episode of Proclamation News and Governance versus LBC. I've been studying media studies since 1996. Who's he Dow and James O'Brien anyhow? Precisely. Nobody special. You've got to see where I'm coming from. At this moment in time, I'm the number one journalist and news reporter. It's Professor Johnson, the 5th of the 9th of 1983. I was born in a world of common ground and what we call common family. Be- it's Brexit's betrayal. Rod Liddle reveals why Corbyn's Labour Party has been destroyed by the EU. Brexit betrayal. Rod Liddle reveals why Corbyn's Labour Party has been destroyed by the EU. Mr Corbyn, what are you playing at? I'm Party, uh, the Labour Party's division over Brexit is even more profound and t- uh, torturous than those of the Conservative Party and will fundamentally change the party's electoral success in years to come the newspaper uh, columnist Rod Liddle claimed in his latest book. Boris Johnson became Prime Minister last month on the promise to take Britain out of the EU by the October 31st 31, 31, and unite the country. Less than a week after his election, MPs on the other side of the political spectrum were already discussing scenarios of getting rid of him. Many Tories who loyally supported Theresa May deal. With the EU, will have become rebels, while the here, who frustrated Mrs. May are now running the government. Boris is making an absolutely magnificent transformation to the diver. police are um, absolutely doing a mag- magical job and are, um, heaven forbid, they've got a busy, busy day and the next coming days and not in the old carnival. I think 300 people last year uh, got stabbed and they're going to be absolutely busy, but not enough, even fire brigade and the nhs doing such a magical job so uh please bear that in mind give them some forbearance that um some of us law abiding citizens i know we can't control the idiotic people but best we can give them a bit of support where support is needed despite a good claim to be the world's oldest and most success- successful political party conservative unity seems again at risk um yeah this is this is uh you can see this is just propaganda Someone probably working for the Labour Party writing script. <laughs> a script. In an opt for the Daily Express Conservative AM, David Melberg wrote the stakes could not be higher for the party or nation. In British politics, it is a f- in a fierce crucible that could make new loyalties and burn up old ones. The invitation of Philip Hammond demonstrates a point. Also got a little bit of story and box and so stay tuned if you're interested in President Trump's land. He asserts that Boris Johnson has no mandate to pursue a no-Brexit deal. It would, but he says a betrayal of the referendum result. The Prime Minister replied that a terrible kind of collaboration with an EU is apparent. Not since the 40s has been this level of disagreement between senior Conservatives then Robert Peel adopted a policy of free trade against the wishes of many Tories the party was split for 25 years. According to the newspaper, newspaper the, communi- the columnist Rod little through the Labour Party is even more in danger of a fatal split, as it appears to be more profoundly split on the issue of Brexit. In his 2019 book, The Great Betrayal, Mr little commented, commented on the enormous uh, mismatch between the Labour MPs want and what their votes want," he wrote. "The Labour Party's division over Brexit are more acute, mysterious, and tort- uh, tortuous, and even those of the Conservative Party. Look for a moment at the maths. Some 64% of parliamentary constituencies—just outside my a minute—showed a majority for the Leave. Breaking this down still further, somewhere between 60% and 70% of Labour represent." Constituencies that vote leave. It is difficult to be more exact than this because the vote of a referendum was not held on a constituency basis. Further, at least 72 Labour MPs represent constituencies that voted leave by a considerable margin, i.e., above 55% in favour of Brexit. But 218 MPs are believed to have voted remain during the referendum with only leaving voting leave. To state, they're bleeding obvious for a moment. This shows an enormous mismatch between the, what Labour MPs wanted and what their voters wanted. To state, they're bleeding obvious for a moment. This shows an enormous mismatch between what, Aber, what Labour MPs wanted and what their voters wanted. Absolutely mis-transfusion, tra- we call it a transfusion, absolutely. Oh, miscommunications in the Labour Party. Unapplaudable response from Proclamation News and governments. Labour Party members, Mr Liddle, claimed are overwhelmingly for Remain. He noted some 88% would vote Remain if a re- referendum was held again and 72% wish of a second second vote. Because they didn't like the result of the first one. According to the poll carried out by Professor Tim Bale from Queen Mary University of London in February 2019, the inconsistency between voters and MPs is also arguably one of the main reasons Labour has never made crystal clear its position on Brexit. Absolutely miscommunication. On Monday, Jeremy Corbyn claimed Labour would campaign to remain against no deal. Brexit in a second referendum. Just being awkward. However, when asked if the party would stay neutral given a choice between a Labour uh, Brexit and remaining in the EU, Mr Corbyn declined to answer because he's just stubborn, obnoxious. The veteran left winger winger has often been accused of having anti-EU sentiments, but hiding them because Labour in Parliament is heavily pro-Remain. Mr. Liddell wrote in his book, the problem for Corbyn and his uh, like-minded cable at the top of the party was that Labour in Parliament was heavily pro-Remain, especially among the vast numbers of disposed Bla- uh, Blairities who had seen the pair taken away from them. The Blairities, Anthony Blair taking his illiterate. And while on some issues such as nationalism and increased taxes, Corbyn could drive through a hard-left agenda with a jubilant support of the party's activists, the young Momentum hordes who now had control of the party, apparatus. He found this much more difficult when it came to the EU because his supporter base was hugely in favour of it. Thus, Corbyn shifted his position a little. He made an accommodation Mr. Liddell added there was an overwhelming case for staying in the EU. He announced having given the EU a mark of 7.5 out of 10 and, without very much enthusiasm, he campaigned for remaining in a singularly lukewarm manner. As far as his despairing backspin, Blair MPs were concerned. Unlike many new organisations, we choose an approach that means all our reporting is free and available for everyone. We need your support to keep deliver- delivering quality journalism. To so ma- maintain our openness and then protect our, pre- uh, our precious independence of proclamation and governance. a sole, sole journal- journalist is absolutely Professor Johnson, profound in 1983. Started studying media studies in 1996. So please, every reader, your contribution either big or small, is so valuable. If you don't mind, please bear in mind, this is proclamation as a government. Do more for God than he did yesterday. I do so much community work, still not getting any sufficient uh, funds. I'm doing over 250 hours a week. i doing three or four nights a week in a homeless shelter uh, full of alcohols and narcotics. My worst, worst culprits. But I do try and help them uh, seek uh, purity upon us. Uh, law abiding citizens so I'm still showing my support, my care for and abiding for them cooking and cleaning doing a 15 hour shifts, no sleep staying awake all night, so please bear in mind and my journalism, 6 days a week 5, 6 days a week, Miley Cyrus has admitted cheating on boyfriends but angrily denied and let's start a again, showbiz with Miley Cyrus has admitted cheating on boyfriends but angrily denied she did the dirty on Liam Hensworth and wrecked their marriage the 29-year-old Aussie movie star filed for divorce from a 26-year-old singer. After photos of her kissing Kathleen Carter, it was emerged. But defending herself on Twitter last night, Miley wrote, I cannot admit to a lot of things, but I refuse to admit that the marriage ended because of cheating. Liam and I, Liam and I have been together for a decade. I've said it before and it remains true. I love Liam and always will. She added, but at this point I had to make a healthy decision for myself to leave a previous life behind. I am the healthiest and happiest I've been in a long time. You can say I am twerking, but pot smoking, foul mouthed hillbilly, but I am not a liar. I am proud to say I am simply in a different place from where I was when I was younger. I like this story of um, Miley Cyrus coming like a Wrecking Ball singer bit of similar sort of formality, apart from the pot smoking and all the other crazy things she did. But never mind. But our actual um, realistics of statistics in this storyline is pretty similar to mine. The long rant, which she tweeted in 11 parts, began, I can't, I can't accept the life I've chosen, means I must live completely open and transparent with my fans who I love and, public, and the public 100% of the time. Why I cannot accept is being told I'm lying to cover up a crime I haven't committed. I have nothing to hide, she says. It's no secret that I was into partying in my teens and early twenties. I have not only smoked but advocated for weed. I've experimented with drugs. My biggest song to date is about dancing on molly and snorting lines in the bathroom. I effed up and cheated in relationships when I was young. I lost a massive Walmart deal at 17 for ripping a bong. I kicked off in a hotel in Transylvania for buying Liam a willy cake for his birthday and licking it. I swung on a wrecking ball naked. There's probably more nudes of me on the internet than maybe any woman in history, but the truth is, once Liam and I are reconciled, I mean it, I was committed. There are no secrets to uncover here. I've learned from every experience in my life. I'm not perfect. I don't want to be. It's boring. I've grown up in front of you. The bottom line is, I have grown up, she says. Court papers show that Liam failed for divorce from the Wrecking Ball singer Miley. It's sitting in irreconceivable differences. The couple secretly married in December 2018 after dating on and off for a decade. Now we've got Holly Holly, Holly Willoughby and Philip Schofield could front a bumper edition of this morning to replace the Axe Jeremy Cole show. It was ported last night. Bosses are considered a brand new ITV morning schedule that would only see the telly favourites to take the screens at the early time of 10am. They would fill the extended slot and a new feature showcasing viewers funny letters and emails according to the Mirror. It would form a part of a total overhaul of the ITV, ITV schedule, with the bosses hoping to make mornings feel like more of a live event. At 6am, the lineup would kick off with a 30-minute new bulletin before newspapers pass over to Piers Morgan and Susanna Reid on Good Morning Britain. Then Piers and Susanna would hand over to Lorraine Kelly at 9am before she in turn passes the baton to Hollywood and Phil at 10am. Presenters would chat to each other as one show passes on to the next. According to the proposal submitted to the ITV focus group, it says, From crying with laughter and naughty pictures, innocent kids have drawn to recording personal funny and relatable antidotes. Nothing off-limits as they talk about the stories and pictures of the day they have grabbed their attention. ITV want to want the shows to have the feel uh, of a continuous live broadcast featuring favourite and familiar faces. The proposal says the show would have more of an interaction between the end of each show and a smoother handover between presenters in the next week's show. An example here, the rain may chat with Phil and Holly to hand over each day. Um, at 9.25am to 10.30am, the slot has been temporarily filled by Judge Winder since whole show was uh, caned. When I used to watch TV, I used to absolutely uh, like Judge Rinder. I do like a judicial scenario. It's really, really good, and it's good for my emphasising my habilitation. So you can stand, understand I've got a great intellect and legislation Well, So there you go. Uh, following suicide of a guest, ITB, ITV has been agonising over a permanent fix to replace its most popular daytime programme that regularly attracted 1 million viewers. It was Paul following the death of Steve Diamond, 63, was took his own life shortly after, falling, failing a lie detector on the show. Its ITV bosses have been fearful of introducing a programme similar to Jeremy Cole's show, in a case that draws comparisons and struggles to build an audience. So here is an ITV source said that Holly and Phil, each on around £600,000, were the natural one choice to fill the empty slot. But another channel insider insisted no decision had been made and, and that the bosses were looking at different ideas. So, this magical trans, uh, this magical script that I always put to pass for the audience and uh, the circumference of cast box, of him, hoping to reach a bigger audience or a bigger scale of things, producing magical news day in, day out. It's politics, showbiz, royal family updates, and some. We've got we had a bit of sport because we've got. One of my old sparring partners boxing in Russia, Vladimir Putin's backyard. He's boxing. Um, uh, I can't remember his name. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know his name. He's boxing one of the Russia's um, top uh, cruiserweights at a top top elite level. And he's boxing Saturday night. It kicks off at seven forty-five on BT Sport. So make sure you tune in. I'd love to be there. I'd love for Vladimir Putin to pick me up in his helicopter so i go and watch the fight live. But I'm not going to be able to, unfortunately. I don't really talk about boxing that much anymore because I've quite frankly retired due to insufficient blood flow, which I've always had. It's just getting the better of me. No drive zone for Sadiq Khan plans out to shut down part of capital for, for car-free day to cost Londoners £1 million. Sadiq Khan's plans to ban cars from parts of the capital for a day are set to cost London's £1 million. Absolutely a- astonishing. The Mayor of London plans to tackle pollution on the capital for a giant street celebration, will see part of the city shut down on September the 22nd. Supposedly, as we initiate the abbreviation of what he's trying to put past, it's not an absolutely end of the world scenario. For one day, he's trying to set up a non pollution day. For London. Twelve miles of twelve point three miles off road, the length of two hundred football pitches will be closed around Tower Bridge, London Bridge and the City of London for celebrations, forcing commuters to walk, get the tube or get on their bikes instead. And it has been fulfilled that the move will cost one million paid out for part out of the Greater London Authorities Group budget. I think that's absolutely a good idea. It'll help people get fit enable people to use their initiate their fitness into their day day to day regime because some of us are already physically that shape uh, a fit and some of us are going down the mental health with the idea of using their vehicles. So it's a great idea for by by a static car, and you can't mock him for his habilitations putting that to the task. Hopefully we can do it a few more times. Good good idea. first when I was reading it, a bit of a shock to the system. But as you read on, you initiate his abbreviation that he's trying to do succeed in a healthy living lifestyle. Activist. Absolutely. Magnificent response on Proclamation News to uh, Sadek Khan. is 400,000 will go on shutting down roads and managing traffic, site management and security. Another 600,000 will be splashed out on health and safety, marketing and managing the event. The City Hall Tory said the day was nothing more than an overpriced PR stunt. Keith Prince AM the Conservatives transport the spokesperson said, Londoners will rightly be angry to learn that they are very having to pay the £1 million just to be banned from driving their own city. This is nothing less than a slap in the face and a heinous waste of money. Londoners, worried about the quality of the cities, will question why the Mayor has chosen to splurge a million quid in a silly PR stunt, rather than invest in robust measures to improve air quality. This money could have been used to buy a handful of electric buses, helping to clean up the air for some of our city's most polluted areas. Once again, the Mayor has demonstrated that he is more interested in indulging in shameless virtues, signalling instead of uh, properly getting the grips with these big issue, issues facing in London. But if we get more buses, our people are then not going to use their car. So it's, it's you know, what are the pros and cons of what he's trying to proact in today's modern society. He can't absolutely just write him off. A huge picnic will take place outside bank station and Londoners can take part in a cycle across Tower Bridge. There will be a hedge maze in the cheap side and kids will be able to go-kart around central London. The streets will be filled with arts and crafts areas, food stalls and art projects and there will be places to sit and enjoy relaxing music. Hopefully no one on influence of alcoholism and narcotics. Uh, The Mayor has said he hopes it will encourage more people to walk and cycle part of their communities. The Mayor wants Londoners to reclaim their streets, he says. Roads will close at 7am and will reopen at 7pm. A Mayor of London spokesperson said today toxic air pollution is causing a public health crisis and more than 50% of London's Harmful air is caused by vehicles. Carefree Day will allow people of all ages, backgrounds, and abilities to experience traffic-free streets and inspire them to walk and cycle as part of their daily routine. It's encouraging more Londoners to walk, cycle, and use public transport, is a key part of city's transport strategy to tackle air pollution, get more people active, and improve their health. Absolutely, it was said from the star before I even read the rest of the script. Earlier this year, the Mayor brought in plans to charge a Million drivers an extra twelve pound fifty pence to try and stop them travelling through capital with this ultra low emission zone, and that is absolutely magical response from me. Answering all the questions that you need to know the answers to is a, is a transformation that you're trying to do for the day. Hopefully, we can bring it to task a bit more often. Make people initiate their activist lifestyle. Making it healthier, more equipped, more sufficient for your marriage, your children. We've got a story on a Tories joke about Nick Sturgeon. I'll keep bringing her up because uh, in the past I brought her down, possibly to tears. Very, very negative story. She did uh, put a post up on Twitter that was about it. Uh, I was mocking her habilitation. wasn't very, very nice, but then coming to grips why she let the refugees into the country. It's quite heartwarming, but we shouldn't keep as a Brexit. We're trying to keep our unity as one. Toys jokes about Nicola Sturgeon's miscarriage on Twitter. Ruth Davidson is coming under pressure to kick out a senior party member who claimed Nicola Sturgeon and had faked her miscarriage. We revealed yesterday that Jane Lacks, the party's treasurer in Moray, had traded jokes about SNP's leader, Boss, with other unionists on Twitter. I don't know if I find that funny, really. People mocking her. I don't know not don't know i don't know i can't give you any collateral on that one but we've got boris johnson and mr trump i've got to talk about trump because we have a lot of american candidates on my cast box lots of good friends there boris met don boris johnson and donald trump to meet the first time as world leaders with breakfast breakfast at the g7 i do like mr trump his crazy idea of building a wall. it's a bit crazy but Greenland triumphant of trying to buy it it'd probably be like Thunderbirds I'll Go He's, I can imagine his airbase um, coming out of um, the ground, a bit like uh, Thunderbirds I'll Go I can quite imagine it American airbase coming out of the ground in Greenland, it'd be a very very good idea if he does come out that idea I'm just, I'm just using my initiative, as he wanted to build a wall around America to stop the uh, people coming in willy nilly, I think that might be one of his future ideas Boris Johnson is set to meet Donald Trump for the first time as world leaders at the pair breakfast on Sunday at the G7. The two blonde bombshells are looking to have a one-to-one discussion when they fly into the international summit in the south of France tomorrow. Boris has already been f- visiting France and other places. Oh, he looks like he's a one-man like Rambo going into these different countries meeting his president as he f- turns up in his men-in-black suit and his men-in-black Helicopter, it's absolutely amazing. See him get off the helicopter. It was expected to go breakfast together on Sunday. Uh, the Bloomerang reported today the pair have had the least of the phone calls since Boris Johnson came into number ten last month and the president has spoken highly of Britain's new Prime Minister. The President said earlier this week, head of Boris European Mini Tour is going to do a fantastic job. We have a great relationship, and he's put pressure on EU to act too, saying they have been playing a tough negotiation with Boris. The PM will face his first international test on the world stage when he meets President Trump, along with other leaders. France's President Macron, German Chancellor Angela Merkel, ah, uh, and Ange, Angelia, Angelia uh, it's pronounced. It's not Angela. It's Angelia. is pronounced. It's spelled Angela. It's pronounced Angelia. Merkel, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, uh, and Japanese PM Shinzo Abe are set to attend. Boyce will have to take care to appease both the EU and America of his first trip. Uh, last year's G7 was dominated by President Trump, who famously pulled out in a singing joint statement. Macquand wants to focus on environmental issues ahead of the uh, Crunch gathering of the world's most powerful nations as part of the Amazon in Brazil suffering from huge fires. As President Trump is set to try and lobby other countries to support his foreign policy on Iran and Hawaii, but also will look to Boris as a key a- ally. After Boris's successful tri- trip to Europe this week, where Miss Merkel offered him 30 days to come up with a solution to the backstop. Relations are set to be cordial. I think he's trying to involve Irish, I know, the island into the uh, UK, I think. I'm pretty sure he is, because I know he's for the Irish people as well as his Scottish uh, descent as well. I know that for a fact. Uh, The PM is due to meet European Council President Trump Tusk on Sunday to discuss discuss Brexit from leaders give their news conferences. I know Boris knows what I'm up against in the boxing scenario of the Irish people, so I'm pretty sure he's taken that on board and abbreviated that past the task of this Article 50 that Theresa May was trying to keep them to their visa mark in their land and stopping the um, trade deals coming over their country making them get visas um, i think they're try and put a slight change to that adaptment but we've got to keep a, a strong alignment from the others of the As all the others come over from northern ireland they come over by refugees through northern ireland to over to our country from the eastern europeans and whatever else but we need to stop our population growth uh, keep our unity as one who's here now is here uh, keep it as that otherwise population growth will be taking out of farm fields building skyscrapers sc- and more 9-11 tax will be happening in the uk and we don't want that absolutely not anyway that is proclamation news and governments we're going to go over to today's weather forecast and then after you can call in uh, it's been a magical show as always always welcome on board to enjoy the show like i said the first is lbc news and i'm making a, well i'm making a great great um appearance time and time again always abbreviating my cast and the control of a great environment with a plaudable response cardiff west of england sunny and light winds 23 degrees today got not near carnival over this region in london area in greater london as we as it stands it's 23 degrees now six o'clock it's going to be still around 23 degrees celsius Tomorrow's weather forecast is going to get warmer, it's going to be 27 degrees. Then Sunday, looking at around the temperatures of 23. We go south west of England where I've done my Royal Marines commando training. Admittedly, i only done a weeks training. Uh, I didn't have the forbearance to fulfil my destiny. I was only age 16, so obviously missing home. <laughs> my mum was ill with cancer, a lot of things going through my mind and going through um, adult growth. <laughs> Adult Growth syndrome we put that down to. I didn't fulfill the warm marine commando course. Um, sunny and a gentle breeze. It's twenty-one degrees Celsius. Six o'clock tonight is twenty degrees Celsius. Saturday again is looking hotter in Exeter, 24 degrees Celsius. Sunday's twenty-three, I'm assuming assuming because it's by the coast, it's gonna be lower temperatures around the coastal areas. The more you get in this um, you know inland. Central um, city lines with no breeze. It's going to be warmer. Sunny rules and a moderate breeze in Glasgow, <coughs> Scotland. It's 19 degrees. Um, by 6 o'clock, to give you some ideas, if you take your dog for a walk, it's going to be 19 degrees Celsius. Tomorrow is 24, so get warmer again tomorrow. Sunday is 24. The capital of England, London, is 27 degrees. It's sunny and light winds. 6 o'clock, it's going to be 26 degrees. Tomorrow, again, it's looking hotter, 30 degrees. Bear in mind, when that breeze, it will be exactly what it says on the tin. It's going to be like a mini heatwave. Hatfield, 25 degrees Celsius, sunny and light winds. 6 o'clock, we're looking at 24. Saturday is 19 degrees Celsius. Sunday is hotter. Um, it's going to be 30 uh, I'll give you a bit of a couple of weather forecasts in America, make it a bit more emphasising my habilitation, also sharing the news with most of the people, listeners, which are American. Sun intervals and a gentle breeze, hence the reason why I always bring a bit of Trump news in. Um, got, we do have some callers coming in from Iran, but I haven't done their politics because they stopped one of our, uh, <laughs> I think it's one of our oil tankers, one their, their, I'm pretty sure it was their army tried to stop us going in all maybe the other way around but anyway i'm keeping off that subject 19 degrees celsius although my granddad is pakistan 24 degrees saturday is 32 and sunday is 35 miami we have 29 degrees celsius light rain and light winds it's 6:57 p.m there uh tomorrow we're looking at 31 slight chance of thunderstorm 32 on saturday Sunday is thirty-two as well. Milka and I leave it it's that. That's all for the weather, guys. Tune in daily. Like I say, give me a bit of a, uh, give me a bit of appreciation, acknowledgement. Give me a bit of encouragement. The show's getting better and better day in, day out. I'll give it a little bit of boxing, uh, sports uh, publication today. Again, like I did um, previously. All oh, Antyadi is. Fighting, I think it, I'm gonna give you the absolute proper script of Anthony Yarde's boxing because we used to share a few, trade a few punches, in me. Fighting Kolev, the Russian, um, I think it's cruiserweight. I don't know if it has got down. I know he was cruiserweight before Anthony Yarde. He might have got down to light. If it's double check, but the Russian, I assume that weighing looks quite quite large. Um, the fight's gonna be on five live. Oh, and According to Five Live, Anthony Yardi faces one of the most suburb tests ever in the British boxing on the road when he challenges Sergey uh, Kovalev on Saturday. According to the Five Live boxing team, Yardi 28 has travelled to Kovalev's home city of Sherebinsk in a bid to claim the WBO World Light Heavyweight title. Yeah, he's got down to Light Heavyweight from the decorated Russian. Kolev, a three-time world champion at light heavyweight, even has a gift shop dedicated to him in the city, according to Five Live analyst Steve Bunce. Nice one, Bunce. <laughs> Here, Bunce, five boxings Mike Costello and big names including Tyson Fury and Dwayne The Rock Johnson have their say on, the, say on at the fight, which even brings an obscure training system under the spotlight. Yardy has won all 18-foot of his fight, 17 via knockout. I think his 19th one is to be a knockout in about 6th or 7th round, but his underdog with the bookmakers in what will be his first world title bout. Kolev, 36, has fought for a world title in each of his last 15 ounces and has three defeats in 37 fight career, two of which came against pound for pound, great Andre Ward. Bunce told The Five Live Boxing Podcast. This is not just Russia. This is far eastern part of Russia to fight the great Kolev, an enormous task. Once, I would argue this is one of the most severed tests ever for British boxing on the road. I'll tell you this though. The kid yarder doesn't care. His trainer doesn't care. If anything, the man inconvinced, is Kolev. He will be leaving the delights of his homes in Los Angeles to fly home to where every man and his dog will want a piece of their icon, their idol. I am bothered that Art Yardy gets a fair crack at the whip. History tells you that more serve the place you travel to is harder to come away with a win. I would say this is extreme. I think this is a brutal ask for young Yardy. The only thing that he's up against is a judge if he goes to points, because even if you knock someone down like I did the previous bouts, Absolutely annihilated time. I think he hit me three times. I must have hit him about a million times in four rounds. I'll still come away the loser. You know, them judges ain't for the airway fighter. Simple as that. But if you are the outshine that's live on TV, I think there's going to be a big uproar live on TV. Hopefully, he's got the, a lot of English supporters there. Um, but I pretty much doubt it. It's probably going to be aired, and if, if he does get robbed on points, it's going to be an uproar in the papers. Kylev has as much ride on a victory, not least a potential fight, with a boxing best-paid fire, sure Canelo Alvarez next. Yardy, meanwhile, has been in Twitter conversation with WWE legend Dwayne The Rock Johnson about the prospect of using a pose and one of his catchphrases in the ring, Should he win? There hasn't been any fear or butterflies on nerves, Yardy told Five Live Boxing. It's not that I am taking him lightly. I know how big the occasion is. On paper he says, I'm still a novice at the embryonic stage of my career. I had 12 amateur fights, 11 that go 3 rounds. I've had 18 professional fights, 17 finished in a distance. So in terms of how much time I have in the ring I'm very limited in experience. I have never gone 12 rounds or fought a caliber of Kolev, K- Kovalev but there will always be doubts until it's done. When you truly believe in something and are working towards it, for me, it's just inevitable. All that this is in my mind, you Yardy winning by a knockout. This will, be the, this will be on the news and in the papers and all that exists in my mind. Very, very competent kid. He can do a lot of things that a lot of bo- bo- other boxers can't be. Very, very agile. Since I was training in the I've been there amongst the ring getting punched in the face um, by him, also in Peacock's gym, Martin Barrow's gym, great, great boys in uh, Poppen's gym. His trainer's a uh, tundi, great, great trainer. He's a good lad, he's got a nice mannerism about him, he's not up his own jacks, jacks- either like a lot of boxers. Uh, Kovalev shot to promen- uh, Prominence, who is ruthlessly dismantled Brisson's Nathan Clever in four rounds in Cardiff in 2013 to claim a world title for the first time. The win changed his life and that was his promoter, Igus Clemas, who has moved to the US and Lithuanian immigrant in the 1980s, found work folding Pizza Hut boxes before forging a path to success. Yardy is still seeking such a breakthrough win, but his trainer Tundi, Ajay, insists a self-devised system to teach the sport means his fighter is ready. Ajay's system, named System 9, has been mocked by many. It involves minimal sparring, endless repetition during pad works and, he says, can never be uh, completed, meaning a fighter can't reach a ceiling while following it. I believe in less sparring, less damage to the brain, keeping your brain focused, a lot of hard work, very, very, a lot of cardio, believe yourself. And and Anthony Hardy's done a magnificent job, so you can't mock his system, absolutely not. Be all the time, his, his career is going to be short. So that's my that's my abbreviation towards it. Everyone's got their each to their own. He has, he has at the time, listened to the following and grading system used like in karate. I never judge An- uh, Anthony and his opponent or his fights. I bear things on where he is and the system explains AJ. I know for him to complete a certain level, he needs to be at a certain point in the system. A year with me is like five years in tris- traditional boxing him, and Anthony has put the work in. Costello added, Tundi has come in a, uh, for a lot of si- uh, stick and, his, and this fight could be an endorsement of all he has been saying about building a fighter to a world title. You can't mock him for the way he's brought me in today Whatever he comes out of the uh, fight, fight level, but I know what's going to come out if He stays focused like he does in previous fights. It could be over in six, seven rounds. The main thing for me is sparring, he says. A limited sparring minimises damage, but everyone I've spoken to says it is absolutely crucial. As with any trainer in any sport, he needs an endorsement. If already wins, there will be a queue at his door. Bun said, I hate to sa- sound old school, but you, you have to spar. and where it has to be to agree with a hard contact and a build-up to a fight of a magnitude, I think there are some hard spars to go on behind the closed doors. Maybe just not six weeks' worth. My one fear is anti just falls short. People will try and cross tundi. Um, If you believe in yourself and you know you can take the fight and you know you can move at night, I think sparring is irrelevant. To be honest with you, I don't do any punch in the bag. My last five professional bouts, I didn't do no no training in the gym, no punch in the bag, no punch in the speedball. You're either born to fight or you're not. It's as simple as that. And i I'll say it time and time again. Trainers used to scream me getting in the gym, punch a bag, punch it, I had bad hands anyway. But I, bought, I, bought, I fought my bare hands all my life growing up, getting bullied because my mum's coloured, this, that, and the other. And um, I think I had my first ever bare knuckle boxing belt when I was younger. I think I was age six. Obviously, I had an de- absolute devastation in 2000. I'd ch- change my aspect of life, have some more forbearance of people, and just walk away from s- stupid juvenile situations, which I've done time and time again. Obviously, growing up at age 36, that will never happen again. i hopefully touch him wood. <laughs> I shouldn't get any provocations with any juvenile idiotic behaviour. But like I say, my, my main aim today, today's is journalism, um, okay. food bank support okay. worker, convener facilitator, and a homeless shelter support worker. Uh, Thank you. God bless. Take care. One love. Amen.